create lasting change, inspire others, and make a difference. You have joined the Influencers Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Donaldson, and each week you will hear from distinguished co-hosts and guests as they share insights into impacting our culture from your neighborhood to the nations. Winston Churchill said, never waste a crisis. And today we have one of the most creative thinkers that I know uh, to help us make the most of this crisis. His name is George Hoskins. He is the executive director of Equip and the John Maxwell Leadership Foundation. With more than 25 years of experience in the nonprofit space, George's leadership acumen balances this out-of-the-box thinking with pragmatism and godly stewardship. He is the founder of Hope Education, which he developed and administered that includes HIV prevention programs with the Centers for Disease Control. Uh, Prior to founding that, uh, he spent two decades as the senior VP of One Hope, an amazing organization, one of the most amazing organizations on the planet. Uh, he directed the projects uh, that helped literally millions and, in fact, billions of children around the world. George, welcome to the Influencers Podcast. Well, Dave, it's great to be here with you guys. Well, you're one of my closest friends, and you and I are working on several projects together. And uh, I think both of us at this point are zooped, or however you would say it, from having too many Zoom calls, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Uh, Dr. Gary Chapman used the phrase a couple of days ago, uh, chronic Zoom fatigue. I think uh, a lot of people are getting that now. Yeah, I think I have it. So uh, <laughs> I need your help. And uh, I know one of the Zoom calls, you had uh, a gun on your desk. And I joked with you, are you keeping that uh, away from your wife? No, it's to keep me safe from my wife and children. Well, uh, you lead an incredible ministry, Equip, and the John Maxwell Leadership Foundation. And I'm curious, you know, about how you're managing everything through Zoom and all the rest. But first of all, describe to us what is Equip. Yeah, Equip is the expression of um, the John Maxwell organization in the uh, faith-based nonprofit world. So uh, Equip's mission is to help Christian leaders to produce gospel transformation. It's a pretty broad vision. Um, uh, So what we do is we mobilize Christian leaders around the world to transform their world, primarily through... um, programs that we've done for 20 years called uh, the Million Leader Mandate, uh, which which ended a few years ago. We actually trained um, over 7 million leaders in every country on the planet wow. through this program. Uh, and then uh, we pivoted to focus more on one of the most underreached people groups uh, in the world for evangelism. And uh, everybody gets surprised when I tell them what that people group is. Um, it, it, it's, it's young, upwardly mobile professionals, uh, in emerging, in, in emerging markets, uh, around the world, em- emerging countries, you've got a, uh, very powerful class of young emerging profes- professionals 
that are making more money than their parents ever saw in their lifetimes, sometimes making that in a single month. Um, they are, have more freedom than they've ever had. They have more things than they've ever had. And they have uh, perhaps a larger hole in their heart than they ever knew was possible. Because none of those things, none of that freedom, nothing is taking the place that, that is designed in the human heart for God. Unfortunately, the church around the world has primarily focused on the poor, which is wonderful and a, and a mandate. However, um, at Equip, we had the vision that um, if you can uh, bring these influencers into the church, if you can create evangelism programs for them in these emerging markets, uh, they will have much more power to reach their people than missionaries ever will, than global organizations ever will, because it's their people and they have the power in their countries. And, and so we've targeted that group. And um, over the last two years, more than 500,000 have come to the Lord in that uh, in, in that group, which is very difficult. And, and we're, work, we're working in about 32 countries right now with these evangelism programs. It's huge. I mean, I, I knew it was big, but wow, absolutely massive. So how are you managing your staff and all of these programs during this uh, sheltering? Well, you know, uh, John wrote a book about a year and a half ago called Leadership. Um, and it's uh, basically about how uh, it, it is really quite a prophetic book when you think about the times we're living in. Um, it, it's basically about if you're going to be a good leader, you need to you need to master the art of the pivot. You need to master the art of being nimble and able to to shift uh, at strategic times while never losing focus on what your vision, what your mission is. Um, so what we've done is, is we've pivoted to a lot of zoom, a lot of Google hangouts. Uh, and, and, and the interesting thing is through that pivot, because we were a very face-to-face -face organization and we still are, um, you know, I was on a plane all the time, uh, meeting with people, shaking hands, giving people hugs. We, it, it, that's what we do. Um, and, uh, we've been able to pivot to having weekly calls with, uh, 25, 30 countries at a time, uh, we found that there's more synergy even than we had before, because instead of going into a country and just meeting with the, with, with the leadership in that country, we're having everybody on a call together and everybody's talking, everybody's sharing best practices. Um, and, and in fact, through this, uh, through this pivot, I'll give you a little number. Last year, um, in the totality of the year, uh, we had about a little over a million uh, unique engagements with people. In the last 60 days, we've had 2.4 million. Incredible. So we've made a successful shift. And frankly, we're never going back. We were already focused on going much more digitally interactive environment. Uh, and we are just accelerating investment and accelerating momentum into a digitally interactive environment for all of our programs. And, and the backbone to support our people, too, because it's not just one. It's one thing to have programs. It's another thing to support your people. Uh, and, and, and what we found, too, is, you know, we were joking earlier about about Zoom fatigue. It's a real thing, uh, particularly for people. I mean, I've, I've got 
folks in parts of Mexico that haven't literally have not been allowed to leave their house for two weeks. When I, and, and you know, in the United States, we can leave our house and we can go to the grocery store. We can go to whatever. Uh, in uh, Monterrey, Mexico, if you leave your house, you're arrested. Uh, and that's a huge level of stress for these guys that, that they've never been under and being able to, to not only lead your team, but really minister to your team through this, um, has been a challenge, but I think it's a challenge that, uh, that, that we've stepped up to and that we've excelled at our, our team satisfaction surveys are, um, are through the roof, uh, maybe even better than they were before. George, as you know, there are a lot of business leaders, pastors, nonprofit leaders right now that are dispirited. Uh, what is uh, John Maxwell, who is Mr. Inspiration uh, to so many around the world, uh, what is he sharing with your leadership team during this time? You know, um, there's a couple of things. Um, one thing that John has always said is that crisis doesn't build character, it reveals it. Um, and um, what, what that means to us and what that I think can, people can take home is that who you were before the crisis is who you are now. It's just accelerated. So, you know, discouragement, things like that, um, those are things that, that you had in your heart before. That's, you know, a rough thing to say, but it's the truth. Um, and, and, and if you're, if the circumstances of the day, now I'm not talking about, you know, I, I'm not up and encouraged every moment of every day. Sometimes I'm having a bad day, but if you're very, if you're becoming discouraged about your mission, discouraged about your vision, then as a leader, you got to ask yourself some hard questions and there may be some leaderships that need to happen. The other thing is, I think how to take advantage and what John is saying about how to take advantage of this um, is we have to position ourselves to build the new reality. Everybody on the media and everywhere, they're talking about what this new reality, this new reality, right? Well, the new reality isn't built. We're not passive uh, uh, per participants with this new reality happening around, happening around us. The best way to build the future you want uh, the best way to get the future you want is to build it. And so I would just encourage leaders to grasp hold of that and say, what has God called me to do? What is my core mission? What are my core objectives? What are my core outcomes? And um, how can I build my future? Yes, you know, if you look at the statistics, most charities in the United States, most mission agencies are down, most charities are down 40%. Most missionary agencies statistically are down 60% right now in terms of income. Um, but the fact is that's a temporary phenomenon. Yes, we've got to push through it, but let's take this time of pushing through this to focus on what are the outcomes God told us to achieve? What is my mission? What is my vision? And how can I optimize it for the purpose of the kingdom? That's outstanding. I love that. How can I build my future during this crisis? Uh, do you want to elaborate that on that a little bit, George? What yeah, I know this is moving to our last question, but what are specific actions that you would recommend to leaders to do exactly that, to build their future right now? Sure. Um, well, the most important thing is that, it, you know, is the most important thing it always is. 
uh, is press into the Lord. Um, you know, God has all the answers. Uh, it, that's not a cliche. That's that that is a a visceral reality of life. God has the answers. Uh, and, and and he doesn't. It's not like God is out there saying, "I have all these answers, and I'm trying to keep them a secret from you." He desperately wants us to know the answers. Um, so if we don't have answers from the Lord, it's not God's fault. We've got to press into him. We've got to be available to him. And sometimes that means quieting our thoughts, quieting our, our, our anxieties. And sometimes it just means shutting up. Um, I, 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 I read a great book, um, from a, a gentleman named Bobby Bodine, uh, who Sports Illustrated called the most most influential man in sports you've never heard of, uh, and uh, Bobby calls his book Two Chairs, and uh, he he says that all of the secret to his success in life is based on two chairs, and uh, that he started a process that he started doing when he was nine years old. His with his mother taught him to do this. He said, "I get a chair." And I and I sit in it. I get another chair, and that's Christ's chair. And uh, every morning I get up, and I stay in my chair, and I pray, and then I shut up and I listen, and I listen for what God wants me to do today. Because sometimes I can't handle what He wants me to do for the week or the month or the year, but I can pretty much handle what He wants me to do for today. Um, and, and He says I stay in that chair until I know what God wants me to do for the day. And then I execute that with all my heart, with all my mind, with all my spirit. So I, I, the first thing I would say is I, is, is I manage, admonish all leaders, uh, everybody, even if you're not a leader, but everybody's really a leader in, in, in a sphere of influence, even if it's just yourself or your family. Um, but uh, I would admonish you to press into the Lord and refocus on what your core vision is that the Lord give, gave you. Then the second thing is, um, um, you know, you've got, you've refocused on your relationship with the Lord. He's given you this vision. Um, a vision is, is what the future state is going to be. So for example, um, with one hope, the vision is God's word, every child. That means when we're done at one hope, when we get to go lay on a beach and say, we're finished. God's world will be in the hands of every child. Um, for equip, it's when every Christian leader on the planet has the tools and the ability and the training and is executing evangelism uh, to their to their group. Um, so that's what the future state looks like. Then you got to focus on what your mission is. Your mission is how you get from where you are to that future state. What are the things that you are doing that you need to stop doing? What are the things that you're not doing that you need to start doing? Um, so that would be number two. Then number three is focus on those actions. Focus on perfecting and executing those actions that you should be doing to achieve your mission vision. Um, focus on them. And then the fourth thing is focus on outcome versus activity. Make sure that everything you're doing is producing vision fulfillment outcome. Reject everything that is just activity versus outcome. Focus, laser on your outcomes. 
that that get you to your vision. And that means that some organizations are going to have to really look at their mission and say, is the way I'm executing vision fulfillment, my mission, actually effective? Am I spending too much revenue? Am I spending too much time? Am I spending too much personnel on activity that doesn't produce effective outcomes? Are my outcomes efficiently produced? Could I do other things that produce outcomes faster and better? This is the time to focus on all four of those things. And I think if we do that as ministry leaders, if we do that as nonprofit leaders, we're going to come out of this so much stronger than we were before. That is so well said. Well, George, thanks so much for being on the Influencers podcast. Uh, This has been tremendous, inspirational, practical. Thanks so much. Thank you, Dave. I really appreciate being on with you guys and looking forward to a long and wonderful partnership with you and with CityServe. Let's do it. I hope you enjoy listening to Influencers on the Charisma Podcast Network. Join us next week for another thought-provoking episode. And remember to use your influence to move people closer to Jesus.